Welcome to Truth Talks. My name is Apostle Brian Victorious, and today we're going to be talking about Black Fatherhood. to truth talks tv yes i am so excited we're here present to talk uh, hey you in the building say hey present hey. Amen. i'm here you ain't say present uncle. like you oh, present like you oh, okay. cool. <laughs> you here present. you know the kids with me like present and it take that one child to be like i'm here right here everybody say present or oh, nothing said, at all here. they just have his head down I'm like right. nah. like why are you like this why <laughs> but we are present yeah. with present. none other than and i love i love his name you can tell us your name. Yes. I love it. And, and love how it. you came up with it. Oh, wow. Yes. My name is Apostle Brian Victorious. Um, and I've had a lifelong question to God about a particular scripture. Mm-hmm. And the scripture is, I was asking him, what does it mean to be more than a conqueror? Mm-hmm. And I've been asking this question and having it in prayer for a, a great amount of time in my life. And after going through... Uh, particular situations, um, dealing with letdowns, dealing with uh, divorce, dealing with just things that just bombarded my life. And it was only him that was able to see me through. He's shown me through it that to be more than a conqueror Mm -hmm. is to be victorious. Ooh, I love it. And he told me in the midst of me hearing it, in my spirit hearing his voice, I began to break down. And I'll, I know the story. I heard the story from my mom and my dad mm-hmm. give me my name. And I said, well, God, what do you call me? He mm-hmm. says, I call you victorious. Wow. So that's what led about for me to say, you know what, Lord, let me honor that. So I officially amended my name and placed victorious with my name. Just as, a, just, just as a service to him to say, Lord, if that's what you call me, then that's, that's what I will be. And that's what I'll be. Ooh. Wow. I get looked. Goosebumps. I mean, just, yes. I mean, wow. So that's beautiful. That's powerful. And it's amazing for you, like your boldness to do that. Because, I mean, all your life we've known you as Brian. Like, you know, Brian <laughs> Lewis. Yeah. So now it's just like victorious. And it's like, boom. Like, you know, yeah. just such power. Yeah. You know, the way you explained it, like your the origin and the meaning behind it. It's like. Yeah. I want to change my name. I was literally going <laughs> to say, I'm going to be like, Jesus, can you give me a name, God? I'm going to be Nicole Glitter. <laughs> you know, whatever works, you know? Jesus said I was glittery. I'm he said. Sparkle apples in his eye. No. Yes. <laughs> Sparkles. Okay. So, today we're talking about fatherhood. Yeah. And your father. Yeah. Your great father. I've been knowing the babies. Ooh, they're not babies no more. Mm-mm. He's a man. Mm-hmm. Like, all since fresh out the womb. Like, yeah. wow. They grown. Yeah. Like out of school? No. Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. My grown. oldest is out of school. My um, second oldest, he will be out in a couple of weeks, a few wow. months. Yeah. Wow. Grown, grown. So what is it like to be a father? And I watched you, great father. Um, Uncle Brian will like play the keyboard and the babies get the crying. He'll come off the keyboard to get the babies. Like, you know, <laughs> a great, great father, great example of fatherhood. 
You had a great example of fatherhood. Yeah. The late great Bishop Bernard Lewis, yeah. Clarence Bernard Lewis, an amazing man of God. Yeah. Impactful. Like we grew up in the ministry. We got our foundation there. Yeah. And I will never regret any Sunday, any day, like no moment of it. He was a powerful man of God. And he was a man of few words. But when he spoke, when he got that mic, or oh. when he sung, oh, yeah. he ain't sing all the time, but when he <laughs> sung, it was fire. Yeah. It was fire. So what is it like um, having an example of a great father and being a father now hmm. in this day and time? Well, if I could put it in any kind of perspective, it was, it would be that I didn't always feel like I had that tightness relationship with my dad coming up. Um, because he was the one that was stern. Mm -hmm. He was the one that gave out the punishments. I didn't feel like that I could actually go to him about everything because it felt like that I would always be reprimanded for, well, what did you do for this to happen, mm -hmm. you know? So there was some fear there. But what I found out in my, as I got older, maybe about 19, 20, to where I felt like I didn't have any choice but to go to him and talk mm -hmm. to him, mm -hmm. I learned that, he was coming after me or telling me what he, the things that he would do out of love. Mm -hmm. when, when you're younger, the only thing you know is, ah, watch out, right. you know? Right. <laughs> but, yeah, daddy's coming with, yeah, daddy's coming with, <laughs> with everything. His personal sword. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so black parents, why do we throw things? Like, uh, whatever's near, oh you grabbing gosh. it. Like, anything a is a weapon. Not your hand, not your yeah. belt. It's whatever's near. Shoes. Yeah. Remote controls, all that. Oh, my goodness. Getting hit with it. I got hit with so yeah. many. Uh, getting hit with it. Well, I feel like even in essence with that, I feel like that they only are doing what they were taught to do, yeah. what they learned. Mm -hmm. It's a learned behavior. You know, as I got older and I was able to talk to him in certain situations, mm -hmm. I found out that he had more wisdom than what I ever wow. would have known. Yeah. He came up with answers that I would never thought about handling situations. So to look at him and to look at mom, too, mm -hmm. as I thought about it, you know, there were things that they came through and what they did to me, that's all they knew. Right, right. So right. for me, being in a place of healing, yeah. I need to understand, even though that they learned some things, it may not have been right. Mm -hmm. I can't charge it to them. Right. Because right. that's all they knew. Mm -hmm. You know, just real quick, if I could tell a quick little tidbit. I saw yeah, uh, Steve Harvey had an, a nice little tidbit that he said. Mm -hmm. He said, if uh, Flea can jump. And they jump about three feet in the air. Mm. And he said, if you lock a couple of fleas in the jar, mm -hmm. put the lid on, mm -hmm. they only jump but so high. Mm -hmm. Because right. they would get tired of hitting the top of the mm -hmm. lid. Mm -hmm. Those fleas get together and have more kids. What's going to happen? Those kids are only going to jump as high as they see the mother and father wow. do. But once you take yourself out of that jar, mm -hmm. you don't even realize the potential that you'll have wow. to be able to jump higher and higher. So I feel like in healing... It's up for us to understand what was right, what was wrong, mm -hmm. heal from it, and go past what our mothers right, and fathers' right. conditions yeah. us to be in. That was wonderful. Yeah. That was amazing. Wow. Wow. Yeah, it, it's, it's extremely powerful because you know how I am. Y'all know my favorite word is boundaries. I love talking about boundaries. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes we self-impose limitations on ourselves, mm -hmm. not even realizing I'm limiting the potential of which God has uh, anointed me. Yes. So I'm supposed to go here, but my mindset is there. Mm -hmm. 
I may not pass this marker because I mean, God is saying here. And mm-hmm. so I think when our perspectives are shift, shifted, mm-hmm. we can see beyond the confines of our own thoughts. Right. It's like, wow, God. You know, I've, I've heard people say, like, take the expectations off of God. Mm-hmm. Let God do right. But sometimes our mind is so conditioned to, Lord, I need this. And somebody say, well, ask God whatever you can. Oh, Lord, I want a Philly cheesesteak sub. And I want to. And you're like, you asking him for food? How about asking him for wisdom? How about asking him yeah. for peace? Right. And how about asking right. him for the, 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 you know, so many things beyond what we can currently see. But for some people, it's the tangible, the right here, the right now. Right. They're, th- they're three feet ceiling, like the top of the fleas. Yeah. Literally. I just want to pay my rent next week. Mm-hmm. Well, God can give right. you a whole house uh-huh. without exactly. any type of mortgage. You know, right. so yeah. you're asking for things. The expectation is low, right. but when your mind is expanded beyond yes. your perspective, now we're talking. Yeah. Right. God is like, right. now I can mm-hmm. give you what I really want to give you, but if I give it to you now, you may not know what to do with That's it. That's right. Yes. And that makes me think of Solomon. God oh, asked yes. him, what can I give you? Oh, and yes. he could have asked for anything. anything. He asked for wisdom. Yeah. And so he set the bar for what we should ask God yeah. because he asked something that we all need, yeah. we that all we need may lack. Mm-hmm. You know, when you when you have wisdom, then you can function better. Yes. You know, and um, I just thank God for his wisdom and his uh, eminence and how he uh, shows love. Like you, you were saying how you were afraid to go to your dad about things. And how many of us are afraid to go yeah. to God? Well, he's wow. the ultimate father, yeah. and he's so loving. But I feel like society and religion has made God out to be this big, scary person. Like, right. oh, if I do this, then he's going to hate me, and I'm ounced out. You know, so just changing the perspective, but it starts with us. Yeah. And even being an example in the earth as a father. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, you know, we can't see God. We feel his presence. But if we have good fatherly examples in the earth, Absolutely. then we have an image of what God actually looks like. Yeah. Absolutely. If you're the, you know, if you're operating, at, you know, in the yes. right role as a father. Yes. Yeah. I love that because it, 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 and it brings tears to my eyes when I think about it. But when we go back to the names of God, mm-hmm. sometimes yeah. we see him as God, mm-hmm. but we forgot he's also Abba. 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 He's yes. Abba. Yes. Yes. You know, and then in the beginning, when you look at Genesis, they talk about the names of God and it's more towards his power and authority mm-hmm. and creator and but then when you get to Genesis 2 and 3 and mm-hmm. you see creation and how he interacts now you have those um, um pardon me if I say it incorrectly but it's the um what's the word that that, that signifies relationship I don't know if it's not I don't think it's L it's um I think it's should, is it should, I, should, should I? I it's it's another word that they compounded to mm-hmm. it's like something this something I can't think of the name um, but basically, it's kind of like a compounded name, mm-hmm. but it signifies relationship. Mm-hmm. So you're like, El Shaddai, this, that. And I'll probably think about it later. So if I yeah. randomly blurt it out, right, you'll be right. like, that's what you mean. It's going to be like 2 you're o'clock like- in the morning, she's going to text it to me. I'm like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> right, but it's a word that, that, that um, because the names of God started mm-hmm. to change around yes. that time. Mm-hmm. Because it was now Lord, mm-hmm. now Savior. Mm-hmm. Now, and so now we have intimacy, relationship. Yeah. But when we only see him as God, I can kind of see how you be a little scared. Yeah. Like, right. ooh, he can right. the heavens and the earth. Ooh, right. let me hide. Right. He can knock me, me out. Yeah. Right. Ooh, he can, you know, right. what if he decided to put me on the ship like he didn't know? I said, nah, I'm going to break that promise. I'm good. I'm going to put y'all on there. I'm done with you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he wouldn't do that. But we tend to fear what we don't understand. Mm-hmm. Yes. When we're in relationship, I don't think fear can come along with relationship. Right. If I'm close to you in close proximity to you, how do you fear someone that you love? And that's right. just it, intimacy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Intimacy is mm-hmm. so important. Mm-hmm. Yes. Intimacy brings about integrity. Oh, that's good. Ooh. You know. Yeah, and that makes quotes. me... So don't 
Act that, like you said it because I like that. Right. I like that. So you mentioned the names of God, and I feel like it's a distinct difference between a father and a daddy. Yeah. So I want, so Abba translates to daddy, daddy mm-hmm. God. And I feel like it's better to have, like, we all have fathers, but and we've all been fathered because that's how we got here. Mm-hmm. However, some people have not experienced having a daddy, like, you know, sitting on your dad's lap. Clean, y'all. Mm-hmm. People be trying Wait, what? clean, like not weird, like yeah. you know. Oh, I didn't even catch that. Like you know, no, a, I a little kid yeah, sitting yeah, on yeah, their yeah, father's yeah, yeah, lap yeah, yeah, yeah. and having a moment, an intimate moment with their yeah, father. That that's totally not over me. Cause yeah, like, God bless what? you, Amen. I'm innocent, but you gotta say it for the people in the back. And people <laughs> minds be people minds be going. We talk. We on Truth Talk TV though, so they. I mean, come on, we on Truth Talk TV. Yes, we talking truth. Yes, right. So there's a distinct difference between having a father and having a daddy. So a lot of people never experience a daddy where you're at the park, where he's pushing you on a swing, where you're out for pizza, you know. And I'm I'm grateful that I've had that experience. Swing. I missed the swing. No, I would I, I would get on a swing. I would get I on a swing. I love the swings. I didn't like the monkey butts because my hand like right. Yes. My hand. I'd be like, oh, I can't make it. And then the you have calluses. Calluses. Like, I don't like this. That's why I never played the guitar. But even uh, even with the monkey bars, I remember going to the park <laughs> with my dad, and he would hold us up. You know, yeah. like oh. he would hold us across the monkey bars, and those are daddy daughter yeah. moments. You know, so oh. share with us your moments. Like yeah. I know you're a great father. Yeah. And your kids are older it. now. Like you can't lift them up, and you can lift them up in the yes, spirit and prayer. But no, his kids are grown. Grown. Said, no, okay? I knew that. <laughs> they grown. <laughs> you ain't seen them kids. They grown. They grown. Okay. <laughs> but just unlimited access to daddy's shoulders. Yeah. Yes. And that's an amazing. I feel like adults. One of the greatest issues in adults now is that they haven't been daddied. Daddy. Yeah. Like yeah. 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 Yes. They they haven't experienced a, the connection between. A daddy versus a father, and I, I think that that's needed. Like a lot of people wouldn't be in prison, wow. a lot of people wouldn't be in the situations that they've been in without sitting at the feet of the father, Ooh. like yeah. Mary. Yeah, I feel like when it comes to that, that you get to a point to is you want more for your children than what you had. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, for instance, I could say that coming up, my dad never really threw a ball with me. We never went to the basketball court. We never, you know, did all the things that you see fathers do with their their sons or their kids. And I said to myself at a ter- certain time that I was going not going to be like that with my own. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be uh, the father that actually does incorporate those things. Mm-hmm. So with my children, I have thrown a ball with them. I've mm-hmm. took them to the basketball court. Mm-hmm. I have taken them to um, uh sporting events like um the the homecomings of the Washington football team mm-hmm. commanders yeah, um, <laughs> let's not even get started on commanders what are you what is the commanders what are you well with that being said hopefully something would change <laughs> with the commanders we command but y'all. let's just we stretch command. our hand we stretch our hands forth to every commander on that team and we command you to win this season in the name oh, of no, Jesus oh no I don't agree with that I'm, I'm but, speaking uh, against well we we stand in agreement oh is that right oh yes I should I gave you that disclaimer. Oh, I should have gave wow. you that disclaimer. <laughs> I was in agreement. We're, we're, we're unequally yoked. Yeah. We're unequally okay. yoked. Yeah. However, we, well, listen, we decreeing and declaring and commanding 
some wins. Yeah. Some African angels will go to that field and help us. Go ahead, Amen. That's about all y'all can do. Glory to God. The devil always try to send a distraction. We ain't distracting. I'm speaking truth on this Truth Talks TV. Lies. Let's get back to the Father because y'all lied on this Truth Talk show. The Father says that he commands you to act right. The Father says that's what he said. His child and his daughter to know the truth. Amen. In which the Commodores. Yes. Only they do a sing. Well, with the Commanders being the Lord's favorite team. Glory. I'm just going to say that, um, you know, some, you said something I'm earlier I'm that. Uh-huh. <laughs> you, on the other hand. Get me later. Let the man of God talk. The apostle victorious. I ain't fooling with victory now. So go on here. Right, Victoria. We're gonna have some victorious wins. Oh, absolutely. You know what? Thank you, the victorious wins for the commanders. We I'm received talking that. About his, his wisdom. Okay, I thought you were talking about of the Commodores. Okay. Correct. You said something a minute ago about people um, fearing what they don't understand. Yeah. And that is pretty much in a lot of situations mm-hmm. with a lot of people. And um, if people would just really humble themselves really take a look at what's going on with themselves mm-hmm. in this situation, want to learn more, want to understand more, mm-hmm. then I feel like there would be mm-hmm. a good change. There would be more peace. There would be more understanding. Yes. Yes. But until people stop fearing what they don't understand, it, the world is going to be in mm-hmm. the same place. Mm-hmm. You know, it starts with us. It yes. starts with us as individuals. You know, wanting to be healed, wanting mm-hmm. to have help, wanting to have understanding. Yeah. And that was something that I said to myself that I wanted to be more to my children than what I had. I wanted to give them what I wish I would have had. Just yeah. to know that, hey, you know what? If I know that you have more than me, I know that you'll be happier than I was. Mm-hmm. And that would pave the way for you to go through and have success in your life. Right. And then once you have your own, they'll be just as happy right. and more happy, right. you right. know. Right. Let's let allow that to go through the generation, yes. a healthy passage through mm-hmm. the generation and Lord. cut generational curses. Yes. And that was yes. another reason why he told me, he called me victorious, is to cut the generational curse Ooh, that came that's down. Good. That's yeah. good. Because that's good. the way that my divorce came about, he went through a divorce that was the same way. Mm. And his father went through and his father before him went through so i said lord it stops with me this right here is it i'm not passing any more of that down Mm -hmm. anymore i'm not allowing any more of that to come through me as far as not understanding or not having the understanding of what it takes to to be a father or to be a man or you know giving up myself i wholeheartedly love and everybody and I wanted to save this for another time, but I realized that not everybody is worth your 100. Ooh, that's deep. Everybody is not worth your 100. So you have to look within yourself and understand who you are, what you contain, and how much you should issue out. Because mm-hmm. everybody should not have direct passage to your 100. Wow. Wow. What do you say after that? I was literally going to say, I have no clue what to say after that because I think that's a moment where we have to really pause. Yes, that's a C-Law. Yeah. It's like, you kind of got to be honest. What did you just say to us? Like, Like, wow. That was an infusion. Like, I feel like I got an IV. Like, (laughs) it does. Because it's just like, you can't, it's a really, it's a moment for us to stop, pause, and reflect. That's deep. Yeah. And I know we say that's deep, that's deep a lot, mm-hmm. but that really that was is. deep. Well, think yeah. about it. If you give everybody everything that you got, and let's say that you have a cup, mm-hmm. and the bottom of the cup is cut out, mm-hmm. 
and you see a need for somebody, and if you're a particular person that loves doing for people and love mm-hmm. giving, you're going to pour, pour, mm-hmm. pour, and pour. But their bottom is out. Yes. So once you pour all of yourself, who has anything left over to pour back into mm-hmm. you? Nobody. Mm-hmm. And you find yourself empty. You find yourself desolate. You find yourself yearning for God to just fill you up. And once you learn that you cannot go and fill everybody up, when the Lord does fill you up again, mm-hmm. it's going to be better than what you had before, but you have to preserve it. Right, right. You know, right. there's a story in the Bible that talks about how a king issued these three guys, mm-hmm. these seeds. And one guy went and he put his seeds on thorny ground. Wow. Another guy put his seeds within sandy ground. And another guy planted his seeds in good ground. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And for the first guy, his, his seed came up. And it was killed because of the thistles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the second guy, see, it, it was eaten up mm-hmm. from the birds. Mm-hmm. And then the last guy, seeds actually flourished, and he was able yes. to partake yes. of his harvest. Yeah, yeah. So we have to understand that because not everybody deserves our 100, mm-hmm. we have to see who is good ground. Yes, yes. See who is able to take a hold of what we have and and reciprocate it back to us yes. to where yes. we can build together, mm-hmm. we can learn together, mm-hmm. we can grow yeah, together. Mm-hmm. Not everybody is capable of doing that. Right, right. Ooh, that's deep. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it really is because it means that you must be mindful of not only who you are, what's in you, yeah. but who is capable of receiving right. yeah. to what extent. Right. Because I may pour in this one, but the person I'm pouring into may not be the one pouring into me. It may come from right. someone else. Yes. Mm-hmm. If I'm a teacher... And I'm pouring into my second graders. I'm not expecting my second graders to pour back into me. Right. I may expect my mentor or my principal to pour back in or somewhere else. But we mm-hmm. have to be mindful of how much. We can't suffocate people with what we call love. I'm just loving on you. Yeah. And you're like, woo, I'm just, I'm drowning here. Mm-hmm. Like, this mm-hmm. is too much. Mm-hmm. You know, love to a one-month-old may look different to love for, to, for a 10-month-old. Right. Yeah. You can't Perception. put your one-month-old on a bike. Mm-hmm. Right. Say, come on, mommy loves you. She bought you a bike. Right. You don't kill the child. Right. One-month-old. Right. 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 They're going to fall over. They don't know what balance is. They don't understand certain things yet to fully receive the love that you have. So mm-hmm. if you give it in, I mean, in crazy abundance, mm-hmm. it could be too much. It could be too, um, well, I won't say too much because you can never love someone too much, but you have to be careful with how you, you give the love, the type mm-hmm. of love that you give because yes. there's different ways of showing love. Right. So yes, it is. Being right. mindful of that and how much of yourself to pour out. Yeah. Right. If you're on a counseling session with somebody and you pour it out, pour it out, pour it out, you drain, and then you don't even have enough energy to give yourself something to eat. Yeah. Take a shower, go to bed. Mm-hmm. You're like, I'm worn out. Yeah. I poured out yeah. so much of me. Now I'm depleted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I believe that God not only gives us stuff to help to give to others, like we're a vessel, but also for us to yes. be blessed right. by. Right. Yes. He's not going to give me a million and tell me to save a dollar for me. Right. I mean, right. I should be able to live comfortably and enjoy the abundance life too and yeah. be a blessing to others. Yeah. So right. I, I definitely agree with what you said. Yeah, yeah I agree too. I agree. And we and should I, be, we should be, we should have other sources who are pouring into us. Absolutely. And that way we can get from our overflow. Yeah. That, oh, that's good. And that our, our poor isn't depleted because we're accessing from our overflow. Yeah. That's so good. 
wow. to give from that overflow. Man, yep. that's mm. like when the rich people they'll say like, you know, oh, we're millionaire, but you know their bank account they got this. I say their base is ten million, but the overflow is the contract right. endorsements, right. and that's like a million here, two million. Here. They living off of that overflow mm-hmm. and not touching their base mm-hmm. or principal rather. Um, if that's the correct terminology, it's like living from the overflow. Right, right. So that the principal is, con- yes. oh, thank you, Lord, con- continuing to make, um, to draw interest right. and to draw, Return you know, so let's not pour out from what God, you know, from what our, our, our um, main source, our main source yes. but from the overflow, from the overflow. we receive, yes. let's give out. So we're yes. never depleted yeah. at any wow. given time. And you just shifted the whole conversation. Yes, like, I wish, I, mean, I, I wish like, we had, I wish we had more time. Like, I mean, it all goes together. <laughs> it really does. Because he's like, breaking a cycle. Yes, yes. yes. That's what it is. We definitely want to so have powerful. you, um, back on. But oh, I do want, I do back. want you to, if there's anything you want to say to a father who may not have been allowed to be a part of their children's life, or just living life, because you mentioned your divorce. Mm-hmm. So just what would you say to a father who is adjusting, who is trying to be a father um, or co-parent? Well, um, to that father, hmm, get to know the Lord as much as you can. Make that priority one as far as any kind of relationship. There's no relationship on this earth that can be more intimate and more integral than having a relationship with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Once you learn how to love God, you'll learn how to love yourself. Mm. And then once you love yourself, and you'll feel it, you'll know it, you'll know how to love somebody else. And when it comes to the children, you go to God about those children every day, every single day. Go to the Lord about your kids, whether you're in, con- in connection with them and you're in touch with them or not. Pray for your children. That was the last thing that I heard my dad tell me before he passed. Mm-hmm. Take care of your kids by any means necessary. And I'm allowing my kids as they get older now to go through certain things mm-hmm. outside of me being able to talk to them and give them advice to certain things they'll have to learn on their own and I'm allowing them that leeway to yes. let life teach them and that's a good thing because I mean yeah. holding reins and being too strict makes re- makes you rebel more yeah so mm-hmm. I like that parenting style yeah so now it's more of you know I'm not just a daddy to my kids I'm also their best friend mm-hmm. I'm also their big brother and it's important that when you get to love God and know God and you know yourself, <clears throat> when it comes to actually having somebody else in your life as a wife, mm-hmm. you'll know all of these intricacies of what's actually going to be sufficient to you. Mm-hmm. And your mindset will be bookends to holding those kids up in between. Yes. If you don't have that other bookend, mm-hmm. they're going to teeter. Mm-hmm. So you need two bookends that will mm-hmm. be able to Hold those children up in prayer. Hold them up um, in in the physical of being around each other. Hold them up in the spiritual because no matter how old they get, mm-hmm. that love and that that protection that you want for your children will never go away. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So for that dad that's out there, just hold on to God. Yes. Hold on to God. I mean, pray. The word says to pray without ceasing. Yes. Pray and know within your heart that he's going to do something that's going to change, it's going to break your situation for your good, for your better. So just hold on to God. Amen. 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 
Wow. So I'm going to go in the back and cry. <laughs> this has been another episode of True Talks TV. It's True trying to hold it together. So I'm going to cry. It's been powerful. And we just pray uh, that you've been blessed just yes. as much as we have. Thank you so much. Thank you for having thank me. Thank you. We're definitely going to bring you back. Oh, bring me back. For sure. Like, <laughs> for real. Thank you guys for tuning in. <laughs>